This is Colin from Dat Postmail bringing you a bit of a promo for our upcoming podcast. How do we know from Scripture that Jesus is currently ruling and reigning as king? Let's turn to Daniel 7, verses 13 and 14. I kept looking in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven, one like a son of man was coming. And he came up to the Ancient of Days and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion, glory, and a kingdom that all peoples, nations, and men of every language might serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which will not pass away, and his kingdom is one which will not be destroyed. Most Christians, when they read this text, assume this is a reference to the second advent. But let's take a closer look. Verse 13 says that the Son of Man was coming on a cloud up to the Ancient of Days to be enthroned and rule over his kingdom. At what point in time in history did Christ come up to the Father on a cloud? Let's turn to Acts 1 verse 9. And after he had said these things, he was lifted up while they were looking on, and a cloud received him out of their sight. So this coming is not a return to earth, but rather the ascension to heaven to rule and reign. Let's turn to Psalm 110 and take a look at some more clues. The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. The Lord will stretch forth your strong scepter from Zion, saying, rule in the midst of your enemies. Your people will volunteer freely in the day of your power. In holy array from the womb of the dawn, your youth are to you as the dew. Even in the text, sitting at the right hand of the Father is equated with ruling in the midst of his enemies. Paul makes the same equation when referencing this passage in his first epistle to the Corinthians. I'm going to start in verse, uh, chapter 15, verse 20. But now Christ has been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who are asleep. For since by a man came death, By a man has also come the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ all will be made alive, but each in his own order. Christ the firstfruits, after that those who are Christ's at his coming. Then comes the end when he hands over the kingdom to God and Father, when he has abolished all rule and all authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy that will be abolished is death. Paul uses the term reign to refer to what the psalmist says is the son sitting at the right hand of the father. Paul actually says that this reign continues until every enemy of Christ is abolished. The second advent comes at the consummate abolition of death itself. Let's look at at more of Psalm 110. The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. The Lord is at your right hand. He will shatter the kings in that day of his wrath. He will judge among the nations. He will fill them with corpses. He will shatter the chief men over a broad country. He will drink from the brook by the wayside. Therefore, he will lift up his head. Here we also have a reference to the priesthood of Christ, right in the middle of this concept of reigning in the midst of his enemies. The prophet Zechariah also spoke of his priest king, In chapter 6, verses 12 and 13. Then say to him, thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, a man whose name is Branch, for he will branch out from where he is, and he will build the temple of the Lord. Yes, it is he who will build the temple of the Lord, and he who will bear the honor and sit and rule on his throne. Thus, he will be a priest on his throne, and the council of peace will be between the two offices. According to Zechariah, this man, the branch, that is Christ, would simultaneously be both priest and king. 
the author of Hebrews discusses this priesthood as well, contrasting it to the earthly priests of the Old Covenant. This is Hebrews chapter 8, verse 4. Now, if he were on earth, he would not be a priest at all, since there are those who offer the gifts according to the law. Here, the author tells us that Christ would not be a priest if he were on earth, since we know from Psalm 110 and Zechariah 6 that Christ is simultaneously both priest and king, his throne must be in heaven. And this is where Paul tells us he reigns right now. Let's turn to Ephesians 1 verses 19 through 23. These are in accordance with the working of his strength, of his might, which he brought about in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things in subjection under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So this rule of the Messiah This judgment of nations is a present reality and continues until Christ fully reverses the curse by removing death from the created order. This is what Psalm 2 speaks of. Why are the nations in an uproar and the peoples devising a vain thing? The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us tear the fetters apart and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then he will speak to them in his anger and terrify them in his fury, saying, But as for me, I have installed my king upon Zion, my holy mountain. I will surely tell of the decree of the Lord. He said to me, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will surely give the nations as your inheritance, and the very ends of the earth as your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall shatter them like earthenware. Now therefore, O kings, show discernment. Take warning, O judges of the earth. Worship the Lord with reverence and rejoice with trembling. Do homage to the Son, that he not become angry and you perish in the way, for his wrath may soon be kindled. How blessed are all who take refuge in him.